In the new HBO original documentary, Being Mary Tyler Moore, filmmaker James Adolphus weaves together a wide breadth of archival footage to tell the story of Mary Tyler Moore and the effect she had on the entertainment industry. The film begins by providing context for the state of working women during the mid-century through an interview between David Susskind and Moore about her character on The Dick Van Dyke Show, Laura Petrie, where he asks some almost shocking and almost comically sexist questions. Moore's response is calm, but stern, and she doesn't back down or accept his commentary, as she quotes from the famous feminist text, The Feminine Mystique. The scene also serves as a look at the juxtaposition between her early characters and the real person, something that would follow her for the rest of her career. Early on in the film, I was reminded of a thesis from the Adam Curtis film, Can't Get You Out of My Head, where psychologists highlighted the link between value usage and women in the suburbs in the mid-century. The usage of the drug was linked to the isolation of women who were stuck at home due to the common roles that women were relegated to at the time. Today, this is seen as an almost canary in the coal mine for our current age and the rise of isolation and individualism. One thing that stood out to me was hearing from the people who knew and loved Mary Tyler Moore as well as those who worked with her. Her legendary co-workers such as Ed Asner, James L. Brooks, and Betty White shared their memories, while those from her personal life, her friends and families were also featured through only audio recordings, which I think was incredibly effective and was a smart choice to not have sit-down on-camera interviews. Additionally, I really loved hearing the voices of legendary figures that she inspired. People like Oprah, Reese Witherspoon, and Rosie O'Donnell, they share touching stories about how Moore influenced them. The film's trajectory is really about her career, although it does touch on her personal life more as the film progresses. Keeping the focus on her career provides an inspiring and layered story, not only about Mary Tyler Moore, but also ourselves, our history as a country, and the entertainment we were delivered. It's amazing to see the fights that she waged and won, from being the first wife on a sitcom to hang out at her house wearing pants instead of a dress in the Dick Van Dyke show, to being able to build a show around a single woman, moving to Minneapolis in her 30s to focus on her career, and really focusing the show on her chosen family of strong women in the Mary Tyler Moore show, which also provided more writing jobs for women than any other show up to that point and led to Treva Silverman becoming the first female solo writer to win an Emmy. This film is incredibly well edited and scored. The variety of footage we get to see from classic archival sit-down interviews to home videos really gives us a feel for this person that we mostly only know through her fictional characters. We get to see the blemishes and the contradictions and all. We also get to see the transition from a woman starring in sitcoms to a two-time divorced woman going through her self-described adolescence in her midlife as she moved to New York to work on Broadway and her transition to a dramatic film actor in some of my favorite films like Ordinary People and Flirting with Disaster. This film had me pushing back tears numerous times throughout. It served as a reminder of how many different lives we get as we get older. It's never too late to take risks and make change. I found this film to be incredibly profound and entertaining. I was already a fan of Mary Tyler Moore, but I come out of this film even more dedicated. Was the wife you played kind of an idealization of the American wife? There is no such woman. Most of I them don't are think wretched so. bags. Yes, I think we all have our moments. Laura Petrie broke down and cried. She was nasty and short-tempered. And she was also sweet and soft, and she was many things. Oh, no. I, I think she was sort of a, a strained idealization of the American woman, as she thinks she is, but it had no connection with reality. 
Mary Tyler Moore was America's sweetheart. Hardly anybody knows comedy like she does. She was just masterful, but she was also incredibly inventive. It's just that I couldn't go to a party knowing my son was on the verge of being sick. Carl Reiner saw some spark of humor in me, and he started writing for me to be funny. She was on the side of risk-taking. Her morphing into Mary Richards was such a feminist statement. Mary Tyler Moore Show hired the most women, and it changed the language of television. Women speak differently, and we have different ideas, and we have different stories. May you have the pleasure and joy working with Mary Tyler Moore. Being Mary Tyler Moore is now streaming on Max from HBO. For KIOS, I'm Joshua LeBure.